0: What's going on? I'm Darren Breyer. I got Brian Johnson with me here on week 13 talking the gridiron. We're going to get into a lot of things here. Like we said, we're starting to get down to five weeks left and then we got playoff time here. So things are starting to really get decided here down to, uh, in the NFL season. A lot of big games today. Niners, Dolphins, Vikings, Jets, Bengals, Chiefs, a few other games in there. That had some implications with injuries along the way. We'll touch on a, a, a ton of different topics. We'll hit on the Monday night game a little bit as well at the end. And then we'll kind of take a little preview, a little look ahead uh, to maybe what the playoffs could look like. And then my favorite part of the day here, my tweet of the week involving our friend Adam here. So I can't wait to have that out there as our tweet of the tweet of the week on <laughs> Talking the Gridiron. So, Ryan Johnson, you're with me. You're usually with Tyler McGurk in the morning here talking Niners. You're, you're venturing out tonight. Going to touch on different things uh, on different teams. Looking forward to having you on, my friend. It's been a while since me and you got together to, like, talk crap and talk football. And, uh, I mean, you don't always agree, as people could probably see on Twitter. So, looking forward to having you on.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Or in the stretch run for the for the NFL. And I'm psyched for the playoffs. And, uh I know a lot of people are—they have a down attitude because Jimmy G went down, but I actually, I actually have a different attitude about it. I'm actually kind of motivated, and I think it's it's a blessing in disguise for the 49ers.
0: Um, I and I can't wait to get your topic your to get your thoughts even more on the Niners here, a little bit more uh, as we move forward here in the games. Do you care if I start with the, the early game here, the game that me and you and I called you this morning and said, hey, Brian, I want to jump on today? I was like, what game are you watching? You're like Vikings, Jets. I said, same here. Vikings w- hang on to beat the Jets and a game that I was, not you know, you look at the start of the year, you're not thinking this is going to be a thrilling game. Right. If the uh, when you look at the season, but man, what a game it turned out to be. Vikings hang on, like I said, for a twenty seven to twenty seven to twenty two victory. White. He continues to you know kind of give the Jets a little boost on offense. I mean, what do you think? Can the Jets hang on for a playoff spot with Mike White at the quarterback? Is the defense good enough to get him by with the Niners uh, ex-coach leaving the show?
1: I feel like Saul was trying to build this team like a young Niners in the aspect that they're kind of built through the defense and they kind of have sparks on offense, but they just lack receivers and – I think they'll make the playoffs as a wild card, but I just don't see him going anywhere. There's too much firepower in the AFC in the, in the top.
0: Well, like I said, we always have a guy, our guy my co-host Jimmy here at far. Uh, wasn't able to make it night. You know, if you're in the podcast game long enough, you need to, have, you need to take some week time off a little bit. So Jimmy doing that a little bit this week. Good for him. He, he definitely deserves a little bit of teaching too. We'll do that to you. Um, so hopefully get him back next week. But with that said, his brother earlier in the year, what we have? The Jets are going to shock the world, steal a wild card spot. This week, week one, Brian Johnson on talking the gridiron. And again, they end up losing today. But again, they hold that seven seed. Do you think they hold that spot? Or do you think the Chargers or or are, are the Patriots make a run at it? Or could the Raiders that we get it to? Do you think they hold that final spot?
1: Yeah, I think they're going to get the final spot. I think they're going to end up playing the – the Miami Dolphins. White doesn't um, worry
0: you at all, my friend.
1: I don't know. I just think he's a lot better than Zach Wilson, and I just think he'll he'll be able to do enough to get them to the playoffs. I think their defense is. I think it's pretty underrated for AFC defenses out there.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. Like, they definitely. Uh, but today they didn't have the best first half at all. Wouldn't you say they made some kind of some dumb penalties a little bit on that side, yeah. and they had they weren't able to get any third down uh, stops, and then the second half that totally flipped a little bit. Um, but White- but
1: my my defensive rookie of the year pick has come into fruition.
0: Yeah, what's um, that?
1: The cornerback from the Jets uh, that oh, they took out of
0: Cross Yeah, he's
1: yeah. been he's he's been a legit corner.
0: No, he's been really good, and he was he he kind of actually got beat a little bit early by uh, in in the game early on short little plays. Jefferson he didn't have a big day, but if you watch that game in the first half, some of the catches he makes just to keep a possession going are ridiculous. He got hammered on one of the plays across the middle, helmet to helmet, helmet to helmet, and he held on there. He's he might be one or two right. I mean, a lot of people said one. I kind of have Adams in there too, so I think one two right now. Then you got Hill, so there's like this three man kind of fight there. And then you're like, well, how about those guys in Cincinnati? So we'll get to those guys a little bit later too. So Jets, like you said, Brian, you're still thinking the Vikings moved to ten and two, a quiet ten and two, and they continue win close games. Um, nobody seems scared of the Vikings. Everybody's like, well, the Vikings, they're just going to do what they do. They're going to, you know, cousins, cousins, you know. But at the end of the day, some of you know cousins at the end of the day gets you ten and two. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean they they run cooked our offense. I mean they don't have what was the guy last year they fired. What was his name? Uh he was the Bengals defensive coordinator for a long Gosh, right, I should be able to know that guy's name right off the top of my head. But uh he got yeah, Cam like also yeah. like it, it feels like player.
1: Don't
0: you think that yeah O'Con- that
1: like- O'Con- O'Connell's been definitely an upgrade for that team. Uh they actually I guess he used to be a Jets backup quarterback and I guess they had they were on um the HPO show. Um what was it oh, yeah? where they and I guess he he happened to be a backup quarterback, and they were saying that. And I, I actually like, yeah, I, he's definitely been an upgrade over that coach. The, the, feel like he was more of a defensive mind, and he's more of an offensive
0: mind. I don't know why I can't think of his name right now at all. I, yeah. I see it. I can see it right there. I'm right spacing there. on that too. I I can see the Bengals coach right there in my mind. Look at that right there, Mike Zimmer. That's what they. Were. I had to get Might it. It was, was going to bother me too, at Johnson. All right, so Vikings they end up kind of staying staying right on the Eagles, right there. One loss behind them. They do have that loss to them, so that the Eagles do hold that tiebreaker. All right, let's keep going with the morning games here a little bit. The big other big injury in the NFL, not your. Oh yeah,
1: that was big. Lamar not, Jackson going down.
0: Yep, exactly. And you're a big Lamar Jackson fan, I know. Or in you know the regular season play, I know the playoffs, you kind of get tend to get a little bit worrisome there, but. He hasn't been playing well. I mean, they play the Broncos, who, my goodness, Da said it best. He was on with us last week on Sunday. He's all he said it this week on his podcast. He goes, "If you if you go to listen to a if you uh, bet a Broncos game, you sure should bet the under. you be they don't score touchdowns. It's like impossible for this team to ever score a touchdown. So, anyways, the Ravens hold on. They end up winning at the very end on that Huntley run with thirty seconds left. The Broncos side of it, they continue to just suck, Brian. I mean, one of the worst stories of the season. And who, who's their pick? Go to oh, Seattle. So or no? Yeah, Seattle. So Seattle's going to get a great pick, which isn't good for you with a division from that. Yeah, I mean, I
1: mean, I mean, I feel like I looked at that trade at the beginning of the year and I thought, man, the Broncos are going to be a legit team, and it just feels like they. Nothing has worked on that offense. They've tried everything they could try, and nothing has happened. Ride.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let it run. Let it ride. I feel like he should be on a bike. He should be coming on to bikes in practice. They he could really get made to of on that stuff. I don't know, man. How do you – I mean, it's it's really bad. I mean, nobody thought it was going to be this bad. Then I mean, from the Ravens side of it, what a killer loss. I know Huntley's got them by in the past, but the Bengals are on fire right now. Jimmy's Bengals here are just are, – are heating up. Brian's jacket—they're on fire a little bit to start here. So, we'll
1: see I definitely, we'll see. I definitely gotta say they're my dark horse in the AFC playoffs because they not could, they they could possibly knock off some teams and make it to the AFC championship game again.
0: You're not talking, right? You're talking Bengals, right?
1: I'm talking about the Bengals.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. All uh, right, that makes sense here. All right, let's let's stay with the afternoon here. One last tweet, or uh, we'll go and then I'll get to our tweet of the day here. Uh, I wanted to go. Uh, Quickly through this game here, we had the Browns and the the Steelers. They ended up victorious, moving to five and seven. Nothing exciting about the game, right? Kind of ugly wins. Steelers, in their typical fashion, end up winning over the Falcons. They get the you know the defensive stands. Uh, Watson comes in was awful. The Browns end up scoring two touchdowns, one on special teams, the other one on defensive touchdown. They didn't even get an offense. The
1: fact he, he hasn't even played in two years. I mean, he's got to be rusty.
0: Yeah, for sure. Texans are a good team to start up against, I guess, right? Yeah, exactly. So, what do you think? What do you think? Any any quick thoughts on those teams? You think either, like I said, which team do you trust more? Is there one that you think could maybe get catch up? Like some people think the you know with Watson back, the Browns could catch fire. You know, what do you think?
1: I don't know with this whole controversy with Watson. I just don't. I don't know. I think Watson's going to spend most of the of the year just trying to get to like you know middle ground like right now he hasn't played for 2 years and i don't think you're going to see anything from watts until next year
0: um i mean there's still 5 weeks left you better show something or maybe go back to go back to i mean time. i
1: mean i feel like you need otas you need training camp you need preseason just oh. to kind of get just to kind of get it back to where it was
0: before well, he's been getting a lot of massage that has not helped in the off season. so we'll see if he can get himself back to play. Then the Steelers side of things, Mike Tomlin, you know, he wants to get that 500, so they'll be fighting up. They're always just a pain in the butt to play. Uh, so we'll see what, see what I, I do
1: think play. they made the right decision to go with Kenny Pickett. I mean, oh, yeah. you That's gotta right. go, you gotta see what you can get from the future, and I think he's kind of they ha- he has a good uh connection with that receiver that they took in the draft. Uh,
0: uh, oh, what's his name? yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy from Georgia. Pickens. Yeah. Pickens. Yeah. So no, I think
1: that's like a future like and you're kind of seeing what you're going to get from the Steelers in the future. So,
0: no, that's a good call there for sure. Um, so we talked about the Browns on like the Steelers. They're kind of at the bottom part of that division, though. Of course, you're kind of just hanging on um, a couple other games here in the afternoon. And we'll kind of we'll touch on the big games here in the af- in the afternoon here. What do you think about the Rodgers Packers? You know, they continue to, they, they continue to own the bears. That's just, it doesn't matter if he owns the bears. Um,
1: I guess, I it. guess, I guess what I look for in the future is that this seems like a young team. It doesn't seem like a veteran team. That's going to win. I just feel like, are you going to go George love at some point? Cause you want to see what you can get from him. I mean, he, Roger seems like a guy in the offseason I could see getting traded.
0: Uh where do you think he would go? Denver's like Denver's kind of out of the question right now. So like where do you you say he could get traded, but like what team? Like the Niners are I mean, I, I like could
1: probably ones. see I mean the Colts could probably give him a chance just because they they need a quarterback and I don't know I don't know if the quarterbacks in this draft are are going to get you anything in the future. And I don't know, maybe the 49ers, some there too.
0: So, yeah, no, that's true. You could get something there with them. I just, I like this Watson kid though that they got, this rookie. He's not bad. Yeah.
1: That was a good yeah. draft
0: pick by the I mean, it seems like Rodgers is now learning how to finally use him a little bit. And Watts is, yeah, I, Watson is learning how to play with him. And Jones has always been pretty good as a running back for him.
1: I just feel like over the years, they've gotten worse talent-wise. They've gotten rid of their playmakers, and I just feel like they're more on they're going to have to rebuild at some point and get younger, and I just feel like you want to see where you're going to get out of Jordan Love.
0: Yeah, it will be, be interesting. What was that thing with you? That's why, that's why you uh, you have insurance. That's why you drafted quarterback in the first round, just for that situation. Exactly. Uh, All right, so Barrett, they continue to play well. Like I said, Fields didn't have his best game today. Been been kind of hoping he would uh, kind of keep it going through the second half, but today was definitely a stinker on his part of it. Um, All right. The the other part here, afternoon game, I kind of wanted to – our Tweet of the Week, Adam Darwish, if you're out there, uh, we got – this. I mean, come on. The Patriots suck on offense. They lose to the Bills. uh, I did. I
1: did. I did make a comment about the Patriots on the T and B podcast show. I basically Uh, said. I basically said, stick a fork in them. Uh,
0: you know that's like I like. I said this is my favorite tweet. (laughs) (laughs) I love how it says Mike or he says Jones. I love Patriots fans say Jones is not the problem either. Uh, I mean, what do you think? I mean, you've been harsh on you. Nobody's been harder on Mac Jones than you. Probably because you and, you and Adam are friends. You have this rivalry as a Patriots Niners, hey, and the Niners were thinking about taking Mac Jones. You've referred to the man as Noodle Arm. So you obviously have. To, I know it's all in fun, but. But
1: by, by I me, mean, it's it, the one it, game if you,
0: behind the Jets, Brian.
1: I feel like if you look at all the quarterbacks that were taken that draft, like who has looked really good? Lawrence hasn't looked great, Fields has been up and down. Lance hasn't really played. Mac Jones has been up and down as well. So it's it's, it's been the whole quarterback class. I just – I haven't really seen, like, a guy that's really looks like a franchise
0: out of any of those guys. It's just kind of weird how pathetic it has kind of been, huh? Yeah. Yeah, it hasn't really been that great the way you read.
1: Man. I mean, I mean it, it didn't start out good for Lawrence because he got Urban Meyer for a year, and that was a train wreck.
0: Well, I kind of, I kind of find it funny <laughs> with the Patricia part that Adam is talking about too with it because everywhere he goes, he's kind of, you know, he kind of gets crap for it, but he keeps finding jobs. Yeah, um, I don't know how like know. this man does it. I just, do. You think that there's a chance? Like, see, that's the thing with the Raiders too, right? With uh, their court, with their head coach, they, you know, they always feel like Bills there to kind of give him a job back. But I kind of want to go back to the to the Bills and Patriots here. That division to me is very intriguing, right? Like, I never thought the AFC East, East was going to be as loaded as it, as it was. And when I say loaded, maybe we don't look as the jets and the Patriots loaded teams, but their records are better than the other team. So at this point, that's you know, <laughs> the, what is the, what is right. So what do you think? You think like the, there's any chance right now that the Patriots could get past the jets. Like I said, they're one game behind them and don't the Patriots have the head to head at this point.
1: Yeah. they beat be him twice, but so, I, I just don't know. I just, I kind of looked at the strength of schedule and, it feels like the jets have an easier schedule and I don't know. I just, I just, that's just how I feel about it personally. I mean, the Patriots could get in as a seventh seed, but I, I mean, at the end of the day, the seventh seed is, they're probably going to go out in the first round anyway. So <laughs> I mean, you're not, you're not going to go to the Super Bowl as a seventh seed. Yeah. <laughs>
0: well it's windy Brian. Right? they can could, they could ride that wind they got a big fear they can start running the ball like they're out of the ball uh no that was kind of a rough one though on Thursday night for a guy out of there with my- I feel
1: like Tua kind of had a stinker today I mean he was missing passes all game and- yeah he
0: wasn't a great either on that part of it yeah. um all right let's uh let's keep it moving there I i Adam we appreciate you listening I know he's checking it right now on the Patriots talk so I appreciate you tuning in, buddy. Uh, I'll, got-
1: I'll 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 say right now, it isn't just Mac Jones; it's the whole quarterback <laughs> class has just been under. Uh, I'll, un- I'll use the word underwhelming.
0: Can Bill Belichick get ripped on? Is he allowed to be get ripped on? I mean, Patricia's taking all the fire from that. Is Bill Belichick? Can he get a little take a little heat? What do you think? Would there ever be a world where they would fire him?
1: No, not even close.
0: <laughs> not having Not having oh, I have just it.
1: don't understand why you're having a guy who is considered defensive and he's calling offensive plays. That seems odd to me.
0: Well, maybe he feels reverse psychology would work in that. Yeah. Point. <laughs> right there. Uh, uh, all right. So there it is. Our Patriots talk there for a guy out of uh, over here one of our good friends. Uh, he's still in there. He's hanging in. Six and six by Raiders, one day behind him. All right. Fantasy player of the week. We're in a fantasy league. Speaking of it, we're also with our guys, C. Wood, a few other, uh, the, Matt, guy, a few guys over here that we're uh, friends with. Listen to the pod. Over here at Variety Sports Network, we're sponsored. We're, we're proud to be sponsored by, uh, by Rowan Brand. Uh, you can find them on Twitter at Cool Stub. If you use the code uh, VSN, VSP15, you'll save 15% off anything in the uh, art gallery. So if you want to get a – maybe a Vinatieri kicking a field goal in the snow painting or something like that, I'm sure you can find it there at the – I I mean, maybe –
1: could we get Joe Montana hitting John Taylor in the end zone for the Super Bowl win over the Bengals?
0: Yeah, maybe we get that or, you know, something like that. Or, you know, definitely we're not getting the tuck rule one there. So, anyways, my fantasy player of the day, I think, here brought to you by, like I said, by row one, follow follow that cool stuff. I got Jalen Hurts. Throws for 380 yards, three touchdowns on 29-39 while rushing for one touchdown. Um, The man is absolutely on fire. I did not want I was like, there's got to be somebody else. There's a few other people I could have chose. But he had the best day. I mean, that's ridiculous. Three touchdowns again. I feel like
1: E.J. Brown wanted – the Titans to regret trading him because he had a game,
0: man. And speaking of that, let's transition. Look at Brian. Look <laughs> how natural he is, folks, at becoming just at this game. He just he's, he's becoming just one, one with the microphone. Right next to it, I had it. Are the Eagles NFC favorites? Are they heavy NFC favorites after another dominant win versus the Titans? You mentioned it, A.J. Brown. He took it very personal. You could tell against the against the Titans. The Titans had nothing to give on offense. As soon as they took away Derrick Henry, their top wide receiver, who they traded or essentially traded for with Drafty and Burks, he goes out with an injury. Titans are decimated at wide receiver. They don't have much already to begin with. There, they couldn't keep up at all with this team. That I mean, guy,
1: that guy who was trying to defend him and AJ Brown just pushed them off
0: and yeah, just I mean, ran down
1: the field and grabbed a touchdown like. Like it was nothing.
0: My guy Savage over uh, at Three of the Hardway Podcast, he was saying that he kind of reminds him of uh, T.O. Yeah. What do you think? He does. He's big like that, right? Kind of bullish yeah, like that? Did. Yeah. I guess he plays for the Eagles too. What do you think, Ryan, just, about that comment, heavy favorites?
1: I would say Philly's a tough place to play in the playoffs because their their fans are crazy for one. And then second, I would say the weather. So you might get a, you might get like a snow flurry or something, and it's hard to play over there in the playoffs.
0: Well, I'm sure they're pretty nice. They're not, you know, they're, they're not bad. I got, I know a few guys here, right? At BSA, he, he, uh, what he, I saw he, uh, the nice guy. I
1: I, I, I heard they, I heard they booed Santa Claus. <laughs> How
0: can you boo Santa? You can't boo Santa. <laughs> Unbelievable! Let's <laughs> look at the boo people over. It's funny. I, I gotta go to a game out in the East Coast. Right. You know, I mean, we've always talked about the fans out here. You know, like we're, they're always good fans, but, we, you know, we, we hear I've, I've
1: heard some I've heard from you some experiences at Raider games with people being too drunk. But
0: yeah, there's always that aspect of it. Yeah, I wonder <laughs> how many people get like that was a big thing at the Raiders games is they were getting terrible as the fans were the fans were falling down the stairs as they were entering the stadium. They were asleep by this third quarter, and you know, throw it up. This was uh, so <laughs> hopefully the Eagles have a little bit more to stay up for. But anyways, they play really well. Uh, they end up moving again to 11-1. and one. They just feel, now with the Niners going down a little bit, just feels a little about, uh, I don't know, it kind of hurts a little bit here, Brian, with that thing. So maybe with that said, let's get to the big one here. All right, let's get to where we're at here. We move from the Eagles, who I consider, who I had as the, obviously the best team. And then we had your team, the Niners, right? You're that, I had them as the second right behind them. They fry that fish as you asked for. And they end up winning the game versus the Dolphins. Uh, 33-17, Garoppolo breaks his foot in the first quarter. Hurdy he ends up playing a pretty well game. I mean, your thoughts of the game, but you had to be kind of frustrated by it, even though they won.
1: Um, at the Point end no. of the day, I, I guess I felt as a blessing in disguise because there's a report that came out before the game that they were open to bringing Jimmy back and, To be honest, I thought the report was crazy. I felt like yet you have to at some point develop Lance in the future, and just I don't know. I just feel like this is a blessing in disguise, and I actually was impressed with the throws that Purdy was making, and I just felt like as long as he's not making really dumb plays and making the offense a lot worse, I feel like we're still in the mix there in the NFC, the NFC is just so wide open.
0: No, it is. And, but I don't see, that's the thing though, as I don't know if I necessarily agree with you, because I feel like with him going down, even though I guess I got to see a little bit more from Purdy, but I kind of feel like the Eagles are the NFC favorite. I feel like they are heavy because I think, well, Yeah,
1: yeah, I, I agree with, I agree with that. I'm just saying like two through two through four. I just said, I don't know. I just feel like, what I feel like with our defense, we could go into Minnesota and maybe steal a game. Even with Brock Purdy at quarterback, maybe that sounds crazy.
0: Um. Now, with with the other thing with this game, though, I found interesting with it was that the Niners' defense again, like that first or before that play, that first play of the game, they end up getting that massive touchdown to start the game. So immediately, you guys are on your heels, seven nothing. Then Garoppolo goes down. And then I feel like Purdy has that massive drive to get them on the board that kind of settles the team back down, gives him a little confidence on offense. And he was actually pretty impressive. I thought he got the ball out of the hand, out of his hand pretty good, and, you know, pretty quickly for the most part. Um, yeah. What's your confidence level in Brock Purdy to lead the 49ers to a Super Bowl? I'm not – not make, I mean, to lead them there. I mean, this is what you're playing for. You have a Super Bowl a roster. Them. You're a Niners fan. Mateo, my, my guy, Mateo, I love his tweets. He's like – he's like we win and he had this fake like but the the mascot for the diners like this with a rainbow over his head like yay yeah because the reality is you're down Brian to your third string quarterback what if he gets hurt you 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 know what I mean like and you said bring back Lance. Yeah. I just don't I, I just don't see it ha- I just don't see it happening so I mean what do you think what what what's your realistic confidence meter in Mr Purdy I
1: would say it's a six out of 10. I'm not gonna go seven or eight or nine but six out of the ten
0: our guy, our Adam just uh, texted me. To just, me just
1: a that. little bit
0: Adam, Adam just texted me and said purdy is no zappy
1: <laughs> he's he's better than zappy <laughs> 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 and he's was he gonna say day by day this time
0: all right then his other question for you is uh, bright <laughs> up Right, I might have missed that nighter talk already, but my question is, how the hell do you go from Hady Jimmy G to Lovey Jimmy G back to hating him again? Uh, he's a, he goes the Niners can't win with per, with Purdy, so his his level probably obviously had a two. Should we say we'll give Adam a two or we, we got to give him a one? It's a straight one for Adam. <laughs> it, Adam feels, it
1: feels like there's a point where let's be realistic with Jimmy. He regresses. He regressed in the Saints game. He missed wide-open throws where he could get touchdowns. The play before he got injured, Ayuk was wide-open on the right. It was a walk-in touchdown. He missed it. He threw in the double coverage to Kittle. I mean, that's just – I don't know. Were, I think
0: – You were pretty pissed j- after that 13 nothing game yes, last week. I know you were pretty upset about that game,
1: right? Yeah. I mean, I just – I feel like at some point in the season he regresses and the offensive struggles. And with with the amount of talent you have on this offense, you should be putting points on the board. And he's you have a hard time getting the top off the offense with Jimmy.
0: Brian, I got to be realistic. I, I, I think it's funny with Adam, with, with Adam thinking about Zephani. Zep, you know. But I think it, I, I got to agree. Like, I just think – my confidence in him would be more like a would be like a five. You said a six. I'd be a five. I'd say fifty fifty. I'd be like the rest of the team could help carry him. He did show some athleticism to get out of the pocket a little bit. I don't. I wouldn't say he's running for a first down necessarily. He's fast, but you know, like he did show a little athleticism. He was able to pick up the quick throws. That's what the Niners have. They have Samuel. They have McCaffrey. They have IU for these quick little plays that Shanahan can develop. And maybe this frees up Shanahan in some regards. And maybe this gets the Niners back to running the ball even more. Who knows? So I feel like but, you know,
1: I, I feel like you could use Debo or McCaffrey. They're kind of known as Swiss Army knife players where they could do different things. I feel like you weren't using Debo enough. So Debo has enough energy to really, you know, do the things that he can do to help the offense out. You know what I mean?
0: No, I agree. And and I think yeah. that's like today we saw that. Yeah. We saw that and, and he made some clutch throws in there, and the defense is always gonna give you a chance. It'll just be interesting how purdy adapts as defenses see him more, right? Because you could tell his arm strength wasn't unreal by any means. So yeah.
1: That's what I mean. Th- this has gotta be the most pumped up I've seen Debo after a game. He was like get going crazy.
0: Nick Mullins, they heard they might sign him again. Nick the trick might be <laughs> better. No,
1: back. no, they they signed um his last name is Johnson. He's been on the team before, but he's he's gonna be the backup to Brock Purdy. No, Nick Mullins.
0: Uh, Brian also or Adam also wants to make it official. It was uh, it's a one out of ten for him at, with his confidence meter with him. So it's a one out of ten. So I guess that's a, what do you give Zappini Duda for the Patriots at a two? I guess that's Ebus gives Zappini a two for the for the Pats then. So all right, so we got Jimmy G. I, you know, it's funny. Like uh, before that injury, I did have them as like maybe the favorite right behind the right behind the Eagles, right to kind of compete with them because yeah. they're known for that grittiness. It's like Purdy just has to show us something, show us a little something, and the Niners will stay right up there because of their defense. So
1: yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll be realistic. I'll put the the Vikings ahead of the of the Niners. I'll probably put Philly then the Vikings, but I just I don't trust the Cowboys in the playoffs. Dak makes stupid plays. I would put the Niners above the Cowboys if I had to be realistic.
0: And your schedule is kind of interesting to end of the season. It's Buccaneers at Seattle, Commanders at Raiders, and then Cardinals. It's not, like, terrifying by any means, right? So, no, th- I mean, those either. are, like, you would say those are winnable games a week ago, right? Like, a chance to win, like, yeah. four out of five of those. So it's not like Purdy's getting thrown in the worst that Niners Raiders game. Brian, we'll have to have an immediate podcast after that was. Oh, hopefully,
1: they don't party too much because this was at New Year's Day.
0: Oh, in Vegas, right there, little Vegas time, right there. Hey, let's take. <laughs> hey, can we take a quick little break and we'll be back with the second part of this to finish it up with the Bengals Chiefs and we'll kind of do our NFL preview or playoff preview here, and then we'll give our winners and losers of the week. I'm this is Brian Johnson from the TMB podcast. I'm Darren Breyer from Fat Boy Fadeaway Sports. We'll be right back in 30 seconds. we're back talking the gridiron here part two of variety sports network I've been proud of you. you got brian johnson with me joining me this week brian it's good to have you back on the back on the podcast here with me first time going live here on talking the gridiron really glad that you could join me join me this week too bad tyler couldn't get here this week he probably was obviously scared to talk to you about garoppolo and purdy and you know, and I, you know, I'm guessing that's the reason probably he didn't want to show up this week because he did probably didn't want to have you. Yeah, I, I,
1: I, I feel like it would have been more the glasses half empty approach.
0: Yeah, and I, and I think we we don't want that violence on a Sunday afternoon. We don't need do that. We don't want you to slap him across the face here late. So I think it's a good thing. We and I and, I and
1: I just want to say, Darren, thank you for beating Matt in fantasy. You helped me out, and I'm I'm beating Eric by a lot, and. And hopefully that pushes me to the third place in our fantasy league.
0: Well, you're not brought to you by row one, but fantasy somewhere, you're brought to you by row one. So cool stuff. Be sure to follow us over at talking the that. <laughs> Go to at cool stuff. Brian's fantasy team is sponsored by not by you, but there it is. So yes, you are welcome <laughs> for that Johnson as well. All right. Hey, let's move to part two here. i talking the gridiron. A lot of stuff I still wanted to get into here to me, your game was big, but to me there was one more game out there that was bigger. It was the biggest game okay of the day i in my opinion and it's again it was chiefs at broncos the chiefs uh the the Bengals pull it out 27 24 what the hell are they just the mahomes and chief kryptonite is this like the eli patriots weird freaking thing what the heck is going on with the Bengals? they're suddenly on fire they got their guys back burrow looks like he's super confident they're coming off that super bowl their super bowl uh lost last year i mean it just feels like everything for them is starting to click a little bit and now they have this confidence that they might own this guy that seems unbeatable who i've been saying is the best quarterback by far in the league and it's not even close and now he has an undefeated record against him what the hell's going on here
1: i i, I love everything about burrow i love his confidence i love his arm i remember after he won the national championship game at lsu and he's in the in the locker room, smoking the stogie, it kind of reminded me a little bit of Joe Namath, and he's just he's, he's got that era about him. Like he's just clutch and he can win big games. And I, 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 the Bengals are my dark horse in that AFC, and I think they they could be, knock off some teams and and make it to the AFC Championship game again.
0: Their receiving core is also ridiculous. Yeah. Especially with getting Chase back. Like, I feel like they're they're one of the teams you give Burrow, like, that many receivers. It's like, I don't, are you kidding me? Like, and they're always – I feel like they are maybe have that potential to be the Chiefs from a couple of years ago. And I know the Chiefs are still electric and nothing like that. Like, they're still on the same level. But I'm just saying they're even – they're coming up again and they have Chase, Higgin. our guy Jimmy doesn't necessarily think they can keep Boyd. But, my goodness, I feel like they're on that trajectory to just be – Constantly a battle and a thorn in Mahomes' side. Like, remember, we were thinking, like, well, who's the guy that's going to keep Mahomes from the Super Bowl, from the AFC championship? Well, maybe this is the freaking guy that does that. Maybe Burrow is finally the guy in the NFL that says, screw you, Andy Reid, and that mustache, and we could get you, we can beat your ass. It doesn't matter because you got to think last year they wanted a shootout too, right? I forget. I know it was like over yeah. 40 points each. So, I mean, to me, I don't have a dog in the fight, but to me, it just—I mean, I, all I know is this: I don't want the Chiefs to make it back, right? So, I—I I do like—I do think there is a psychological advantage the Bengals are starting to play over the Chiefs. I don't think we can underplay that, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, when you look at the fact how good Burrow's playing, what surprised me when I looked at Josh Allen's stats—he's thrown 11 picks this year, which is a lot. I just feel like. The Bengals are that team that could just be a, you know, be be the team that, you know, ends the chief season. I just, yeah, they just seem like that. They're that team that they have all this confidence going on right now.
0: No, they definitely do. And the thing with the and the thing too with Burrow is, like I said, like in the, the, it's crazy to me that he is the one quarterback's undefeated. He's the, Brady's the only other one that's be, been able to beat him three times. Um, and Brady has that kind of AFC Championship win over him as well, where the guy was it D Ford, the Niners picked him up. He went on. Oh I mean, that, that, that's that still one of the dumbest trade. penalties of all time. That's because kind
1: of when when he was the defensive offsides.
0: That's where you got. That's where you got to go, Bill Callahan. What are we, the dumbest team in America? I mean, this is ridiculous. That's what I to do. When I was that guy. Oh my gosh! Even I'm not even. That's just a bad one. Anyways, Mahomes. Burrow Allen, we have a trio Johnson in the AFC that is going to be a dynamic rivalry. Tua, I know people want to throw him in there as well. And I got to say, with Tua, it, I, I know I'm talking a lot about here real, real quick, but that Tua part with the head injury, I don't hear anybody talking about those head injuries with Tua anymore, just to say that out there with it. So, the other I'm, part I'm,
1: def- I'm definitely very excited for the AFC playoffs. It's going to be very entertaining.
0: Especially if Adams Patriots get in there at the seventh
1: And they have to go to Miami and oh, play the
0: Dolphins. And also, thank you, Adam, again. For or or could or or be. Of the week. Much appreciated, buddy. We appreciate it. <laughs> right, no, go ahead, Brad.
1: I think it's possible maybe the Bengals get the number two seed or maybe they sneak in there because I was looking at their wow. schedule and it's very favorable down the stretch. Really
0: yeah, And at the one seed.
1: And if Lamar Jackson, if he has a significant injury, they're, they're probably going to win that division.
0: Yeah, they still play him one more time. So that will definitely be interesting when that match up here. I wanted to point, say that play or show this quote real quick but from Mike Hilton, the quote from uh, the, he's a cornerback for the, uh, for the Bengals. And he said, uh, The Chiefs, he said this about the Chiefs after the win. He said, They did a lot of talking all week, but we're 3 0 in the same year against them. I got a lot I can say, but three zero in the same year in the same calendar year tells the story. We'll probably see them again in the playoffs, and they know they got to play us. So that you know the, the rivalry between these teams is starting to get juiced up a little bit, right? It's starting to kind of because the Bills they don't have that beating the Chiefs consistently under their belt. They did beat them this year, but like the, the Bengals beat them in the playoffs. The Bengals beat them in the AFC Championship game, right? So yeah. I mean that's the, so that, that's the difference here. So. I don't know. Do you think this is maybe the biggest rivalry going here in the AFC? Or do you think the Bills, the Bills, Chiefs still hold it?
1: Um, yeah, I would definitely. Bills, Chiefs, and then Chiefs, Bengals are probably the two biggest rivalries right now in the AFC.
0: All right, let's go to a or real quick before we end it on the Chiefs, man. What a game, though. And what and I just that, I just can't emphasize enough. Like to me, this rivalry going forward is going to be big. So Jimmy, Jimmy, your uh, your Bengals. I wish you were out here to talk about it, but congrats on the win, my friend. Uh, your Bengals continue to stay on fire. Um, so we'll really be interested where me and you put them on our top five here, we do that at the end of the podcast here. All right, let's go to my team here. Tears of joy, Johnson. Tears of joy. <laughs> <laughs> he's not, he's crying.
1: Beating the Chargers.
0: We beat the Chargers. Derek Hart and the Raiders are three and zero after his teary-eyed press conference, where he got emotional like Dick Vermeil over to keep his job. Realize I like how I keep mentioning, it, but Jimmy here, he goes, he goes. You realize on that press conference, he basically, he basically cried, realizing that the Raiders can't afford to fire McDaniel's uh, financially, so he's stuck with him as his quarterback. Yeah, I heard
1: about that. They're, they're so cash poor that they <laughs> can't fire McDaniel. <laughs>
0: But again, Jacob's a big day, 144 yards rushing. Adams seems him and Carr seem to have fi- figured out a little bit more. They're starting to look a little bit b- better. Brian, three and zero. Am I starting to get crazy here? Am I starting to get? Let's just or can we make a run like we did last year? We're only two games behind the Jets technically, right? So I don't know. Am I getting a little too excited here? Is there a chance?
1: Um, I mean, I I, I do I did I do look at the Raider schedule and it doesn't. I mean, you could pull off some games, and I just think you guys could make a run at the last playoff spot. But I just think, I don't know, I think the Jets wound up holding you off. I think you guys got two behind. You yeah. started two and seven, and that kind of hurt you guys.
0: Yeah, you just can't do – you can't get off to a start like that. I, I See, I, I feel like our, we got fully played Rams, Patriots, at Steelers, Niners, Chiefs. I mean, we, we got to beat the At-Rams, and we got uh, the Patriots one. That would be a fun little game. My first Sunday night doing it, talking to the grid irons. Adam will have his den done by then. We could have a of that podcast there. Uh, that would be, be a good fun game to do. Uh, I just think the Raiders still do have a legit chance, after I've seen them kind of play a little bit the last couple of weeks. I think their offense is kind of coming around a little bit more. When I say a legit chance, I mean a legit chance to maybe get to 9-7. You know, they push that, and then we'll see what happens that final week. Can they get to ten and seven, or you know, to finish the season? I mean, we got Rams, Patriots. There's a chance for us to get to five hundred here. You know, I mean, what are, what are we saying? So, like, let's let's just kind of keep the positive. And then we play the Steelers, the, you know. And then to me, that's where the money will be told when we go to Chiefs, Niners to end the season. So we'll see what happens there with it. What, what's the deal with the Chargers, though? I mean, what is the deal, like? Is this guy I, mean, get-
1: I mean, you go you go out and you get all that firepower in the offseason and you're a worse team than you were last year. I mean, I yeah, I don't know. I think it was Keenan Allen has been he was injured, and I don't know they they just been inconsistent on offense, and they still can't stop people on defense. Um,
0: yeah, no, they they've majorly struggled there a little bit. I. I, it's funny because Tyler has been picking. He's gone Chris Berman with the Chargers the last couple of years. He's got Chargers Niners for the last two years. I think you guys need to just ask him to stop picking his team right there at that point. You guys say stop picking those teams. Don't pick Chargers. Don't pick Diner. I think Herbert is an interesting one because I kind of feel like Sean Payton waiting in the loom. There's a chance this guy gets fired and maybe, maybe Payton's like, Herbert, yep, sign me up for that one. I'll take you on that job.
1: And then you have you have a lot of talent on that roster, so.
0: Oh, absolutely! That talent that that team is that team is loaded in certain areas. I just don't think anybody's really been able to take advantage of it, don't you?
1: Yeah, I mean, I just feel like the coach they have right now is he's more of a coordinator. I don't know if he's like a, you know, a guy that can take you to the next level. I think Sean Payton would be that
0: guy. Yeah, we'll see what there. what the Chargers end up doing with their, that side of it. But it wasn't I don't know. Let's go to the other LA team real quick. I didn't even bother making it for them. They, they, they. I feel like the Rams are just thrown in the white. I mean, they are just that towel is gone. We got our ring. We're we're good for a year. Let's, let's yeah. You, you
1: basically shut Cup down. You shut Stafford down.
0: My guy, Da said one, two, three, Cancun. <laughs> they are finished. And then they, they, then they show a little life today in the Seahawks.
1: I was I was really hoping they would beat the Seahawks, but
0: yeah. they couldn't. What did you? A couple other games we didn't mention too. We didn't mention the Giants. They tie the Commanders. What do you think about that game?
1: Yeah, I was just kind of checking it out because that might be a possible like first round wild card team we play, and I don't know. They both seem like lower wild card teams, and. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not really afraid of either of those teams. Do you
0: think? He, do you think Heineke? He, he kind of reminds me a little bit of Garoppolo with his team, though. Like the team. Yeah, seems you're to right. Play a little. I mean, they're seven and one, or six one and one now with him. But he shows life, man. Like the team shows some freaking balls with him, as they like actually like kind of like they. I
1: mean, they, I mean the fact he went out and you got Wentz, and he took over his job from him.
0: Hey, what's the quarter? What's the defensive end they took a couple years ago? With the second pick, I believe, overall. Do you remember his name? He was a defensive um,
1: Gosh. Yeah, I know which one of your they are talking about him this morning, I guess. They're kind of waiting. They're just being really overly cautious with him. It looks like they might bring him back after the bye week, as though it sounds like.
0: Yeah, he hasn't been back for a while. And he would really help them as a defensive end. He was a beast. He was I, – I his name eludes me at the moment here, but – he, I remember that play he made on the the Niners a couple of years ago where he sacked you guys, right? And that he, yeah, he, he like destroyed you guys on the on the def, as a defensive end, made you guys fumble there and cost you. I gosh, what is his name? It's gonna bother me. I, somebody, know, I know he was somebody,
1: out of Ohio State. In. Ohio State.
0: Somebody comment in. What the heck is his name? I'm gonna, I'm gonna edit for you. What is his name? What is it? What, I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. I don't see it. I don't see it. Uh, Young Chase Young. There it is. Two for two. There. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, thank you. got it. All right, Hey. so let's go real quick here. So, uh, oh, the other game we didn't mention, Lions-Jaguars. All right, let's move on here. We got um, the – <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I got a couple of fans, people that are Lions fans there. You jerk off. I mean, it's the Lions. They're starting to play a little better on offense. It's good to see but, them. But, but
1: can, you, can you believe that they're kind of voting for the Rams to lose because they get the Rams' first-round pick? So they, they would have a top five pick in the draft because of the Stafford trade.
0: Johnson, what an excellent call there. What, a, what an excellent call. I didn't notice that in it. So you're right. That the Rams don't even benefit from that part of it. So for them, they got their ring, their GM's good for a thousand years. You can retire on that. McVay, I think, will retire and join and join the booth next year. I don't think he I think he I think he's done after this year. Um Johnson, Sunday night update, Cowboys. Wow, the Colts, 54-19. Uh, Prescott doesn't even throw for many, many yards, but he gets three touchdowns on a, uh, one interception. I don't know why this game was even on Sunday Night Football to begin with. Just a joke. I'm telling you, the primetime games the rest of the year. There's a couple maybe, and they might flex a few, but I don't see where they are. It looks like they're keeping like, – they're not going to flex out the Patriots. I, I
1: know they flexed out. It was going to be Chiefs-Broncos, but they flexed it to uh, Colts – no, no, uh, Chargers versus Dolphins next week.
0: Hey, Brian, can I give you the worst primetime game of the year so far? On Christmas Day at one o'clock, it's the Rams at Broncos or vice <laughs> versa. <sweater. laughs> you talk <laughs> about a bad primetime game. That is freaking <laughs> pathetic. That is the worst. The NFL's got to do better with some of these things. I'm sorry. You can't be having these teams. I, I mean, nobody wants to watch that garbage. And I get rid of these Thursday night football. I'm getting all my. I'm I'm venting right now. Nobody wants to see that stuff. It's just it's pointless. Like let's see next week. We got Patriots, Cardinals Monday night. I mean, come on. We do have we do have Broncos. We do have Dolphins and Chargers. So on Sunday night, that shouldn't be bad from a shootout standpoint. Uh, And and the fact that Tua and Herbert were in the same draft class that kind of makes that matchup a little bit interesting. Um, Brian, let's do this. I'm
1: definitely glad they replaced. You cannot have the Broncos on national TV for the rest of the year.
0: They can't score a freaking touchdown. That team should never be allowed to ever <laughs> play that ever. That is ridiculous. All right, Johnson. Let's go to the. Let's go. What we said we were going to do here. Let's uh. Let's kind of do a little what if here. Who you know, if the playoffs started today, what the matches would look like, real quick. Um, we have we, the Bills would obviously get to buy uh, at this point. They're nine and three as the Chiefs lost. They that they hold the tight the tiebreakers. So you, you have uh, you have the Bills at one, Chiefs at two, Ravens three, Titans four, Bengals five, Dolphins six, Jets seven. And you have the Patriots six and six, Chargers six and six, and then you got three teams at five and seven, kind of hanging trying to get to that Jets at the seven spot there. To me, the Chiefs Jets, you know, that would be kind of a eh, matchup. Dolphins Ravens, you know, maybe a little better. Then you have t- Titans Bengals rematch. Nothing jumps out super exciting on the AFC side of it. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I mean, I just feel like the Bengals would definitely take out the Titans. And then I feel like the Chiefs would destroy the Jets.
0: We'll see. I do I do think the Titans, the thing with them is they do, I don't think they have enough firepower like, of beating a team three times. Could that happen? So that would be the only tricky part with that team on that side of the matchup there. Um, the Chiefs, Jets, I just, it wouldn't be enough. They wouldn't, be able, they wouldn't be able to score enough with the with the Chiefs at home in that regard. I just – I couldn't see that ever happening. Um, and then – but Baltimore, Miami, that would be kind of an intriguing one, especially if Jackson yeah. was back by that point. So, we'll see. I, that's where you want the Chargers to be in the playoffs. Like, they're a little bit more exciting in that regard to me. Um, let's get to the NFC side of it, your side of it here. You got the Eagles at the one seed holding it down. Vikings at the two seed, 10-2. and two, Your Niners at the three. Buccaneers four. We mentioned Niners, Bucks next Sunday, Brian. Uh, yeah. That'll be a big game as well. Uh, even the Bucks are under five hundred. Still a big game with Tom there. Uh, Cowboys at the five seed at nine and three. You got the Giants six and the Seahawks seven and five holding that seven seed. Commanders have that tie, so they're now bumped up to the eight seed. And you got the Lions, Falcons, and Packers at five and eight, not looking good. So it's kind of between between the Giants, Seahawks, and Commanders for that final spot. Any takeaways from those AFC, the NFC standings at this point?
1: Um, I, I mean, I guess I guess what I'm looking at is that, like, like a like teams, I guess teams could surprise, but I mean, it's just it's been the same for a while now. So,
0: well, let's look at a matchup here. So, if we had Seahawks Vikings, that would be kind of, I think that would be kind of a fun matchup. And then to me, the Niners. Let's go to your team, Niners Giants. We've only seen that a few times throughout the
1: year. Yeah, exactly.
0: So that'd be kind of a fun matchup to see again, especially with Purdy now. I mean, everybody would—that's the thing with Purdy now as the quarterback. It's going to take people outside to believe in him, right? So there's going to be this real—I don't know. There's just going to be this like doubt in the Niners more than like you had. So you're going to have to stand up big as a Niners fan here to really, really stand up on it.
1: Hopefully Um, Hopefully, Bob doesn't want to call me and ask me about Macy's again. So that remember, would be, remember, when we, we were playing the Giants when they yeah. had Kerry Collins and they were getting beat a lot, and Karen I was Collins. I was kind of upset.
0: Why do you got to bring Kerry Collins back into this? Kerry <laughs> <laughs> Collins as a as a Raiders quarterback does not need to ever be brought up. Now, Brian, this to me would be an intriguing matchup, even though that you wouldn't think it record wise, but it's Tom, so it's Tampa and Dallas, right? So you'd have the yeah that would Tom.
1: definitely be a good matchup.
0: So that would be. That'd be kind of interesting to see there. In um, the NFC side, too, it would be kind of interesting to see if between the Giants commanders and who did I say? Giants commanders and uh, the Seahawks, who do you think gets those final two spots?
1: Um, I would definitely say I think the Giants would stay where they are at six. And then I would say I just think the commanders would end up with seven. I think the Seahawks would be the Outside looking in.
0: Um, what do you think about the other thing too with the giant with that scenario? Is I don't I don't want the Seahawks in. Like I, I'd rather not have the Seahawks in for some reason. I like I don't know. I, I, I kind of want to see the Giants kind of get in this year. I usually don't root for them, but this is a year I, I kind of like. I would like to see Barkley get in. And they, I, I they like-
1: they've definitely been a surprise to me because I thought Seattle would be like a this would be more of a rebuilding year for them.
0: Actually, maybe I'd take that back. I I think the Commanders are the team I wouldn't want to see in. I'd rather see Metcalf and Lockett in there instead of Heineke. You know, there's a few. I like some of the players on the Commanders, but I obviously know a little bit more of the Seahawks guys, so I think I'd pull for them a little bit more. Um, Johnson, we're getting close to the end here. I got a few more things for us, and we'll call it an evening. Who's the MVP? It's Hurts, I think, at one, right? He's the end. Yeah. The question is, who is
1: the NFL? But then two right now. I really got to go with Burrow just cuz what he's dealt with with injuries and he's,
0: I think I'm with you on that. I, I, I mean I, I, I that's hard for me to believe that I'm not saying Mahomes. I, I think maybe I'm just being recently bi- recency biased too. So I, I feel
1: like if Mahomes that. had won this game then Mahomes would be too. Yeah, I feel like Burrow you, won this game then.
0: Look, the thing is too is you look at those ed- you look at the AFC standings, right? And the top three teams are Buffalo, Kansas City, Baltimore, uh, and, and the Bengals. Well, other than the Ravens now with Lamar being out, those top three quarterbacks are all in the MVP conversation. Allen would be the third of them, right? So I think you're right with Burrow being legitimately up there as the as one of the candidates. You, you think A.J. Brown will get any votes? Or Hill?
1: Um, Maybe A.J. Brown, but I wouldn't say Hill.
0: Who's – the the best running back this year. It's been funny. It really hasn't. You know, like sometimes there's a running running back that's just dominant throughout the season. There really hasn't been one this year, huh? No. Like Taylor was I, last year.
1: I think they said fantasy. They said the number two fantasy points for running backs have been Miles Sanders this year.
0: Yeah, I was going to look, and I another guy too that I was thinking around, and he has was Josh Jacobs. He, especially after that game he had last year, he's had a monster season um, going forward. All right, Brian, we're getting down to the, the nitty-gritty here, the last couple topics here, can close, closing in on an hour. Like I said, um, glad to have you joining me this week on Talking the Gridiron. No I, hope can, I hope you can do it more throughout the rest since we're getting close to the end here, especially with uh, with your boy Purdy, Mike yeah, Purdy.
1: Like Brock Remember,
0: the, he was a writer for the Bay Area, something Purdy, too, so he was a writer. All right, let's get to uh, Monday Night Football. Monday night, look ahead. We got the Saints at at Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Buccaneers are three and a half point favorites. Who do you got? And then to, you know, and do you think Adam keeps bringing up, do you think there's a chance Brady, you know, could go back to the Patriots?
1: No, I just don't see that. I just don't see any chance. I just think he wouldn't want to go back. I I think he would want to do something outside of Bill Belichick. I just don't see him doing that.
0: That's understandable.
1: I, I and and I think I, I'm going to definitely take the Buccaneers in that in Monday Night Football game.
0: Okay, so let me make it. Would you take him by three and a half points though? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, the Saints. We had Da on last week. He's a Saints fan. I don't know if you got to check out some of the podcasts, but he he just said like, and then Jimmy obviously being a Bengals fan, he got to see Andy Dalton as the quarterback for a long time. So he said Red Rocket is just is just not going. He's just not going to get you big plays out so, and but now right now with the Bucks they're not really either right they haven't been phenomenal by any means on offense yeah
1: and no, offensively they've they've been more stable defensively that's what's been keeping them in this
0: yeah so that's to me that's the interesting part of it, going forward with it so Monday night I'm gonna go Buccaneers as well I think the you know what I'm gonna surprise people actually I'm gonna go with Saints I'm gonna go da Saints I'm gonna say they pull out the win against Tom and the Tom's Bucks I'm gonna say Dalton pulls it out. 24-17 against Tom. No, 24-20. I'm going to go 24-20 against Tom there. The Saints somehow pull out a miracle and they stay in the NFC. Because that would be funny, too, if the Saints win. They go to five wins. They have three teams with five wins in the, the NFC South. <laughs> such a bad. How does Tom do it, picking the right division, Brian? I do not know how he does it.
1: All I right. think that's the reason. That...
0: Me and Brian, are, like I said, let's get to the, the last part here of the show. Always my favorite part. I zoom in on us, get a zoom in on those ugly mugs right there with it. you we can get our faces right there at the Well,
1: may, maybe yours is ugly, but mine
0: is. <laughs> That's what the ladies been telling you. All right. How about SeatGeek? Use the code Brian. Go to Variety Sports Network. You can get use the code VSN uh, or just use the code VSN15. You'll get uh, you get $20 off your first purchase at SeatGeek. And you can like I said, of any tickets there, you want to go see a Chargers game down there, Brian. Go make that trip, get twenty dollars off your seats. So winners, losers, week thirteen. Who you got, Brian? Who's your winner of the week? Or let yeah, let's go winner of the week first. Who you got?
1: I go my winner of the week is definitely Burrow.
0: Yeah. MVP Canada. Just I'm gonna go AJ Brown. You know, just the big, the middle finger to the Titans a little bit, right? Just a little bit, not a, you know, it's a little bit show to there, a, a big thing there. That so, I'm gonna go tight. I'm gonna go Titans there, or right. an AJ Brown winner of the week. I also need to throw out your boy though, uh, Purdy. He gets it done for your Niners, I mean, that's a big win, Brian. You can't underrate that that's one.
1: Well, that's so. a big win, beating the beating the Dolphins.
0: So I definitely go that with uh, with winner of the week. All right, loser of the week. Who is your losers of the week in the NFL? Loser storyline.
1: I'm going to go Jibby G. After all this, he's going to come back to the Niners, and he breaks his foot. And like a lot of people were saying, if he had a good postseason and the Niners won the playoffs, that he would have a big contract for some month. But – I mean, this just shows why people have issues with Jimmy. He can't stay healthy.
0: Yeah, it's been a really big issue. That's He's been playing well at times, but then you're right. They're just not able to get it done in that regard. Um, I'm going to go loser of the week. I have a few options here I'm going to go, but I think my loser of the week, Johnson, I think I'm going to go a couple ones. For Adam's sake, I'm going to go Patriots offense. It was pretty bad there. And I'm also going to go loser of the week. I, I feel like the Chargers deserve loser of the week. I just feel like they barely beat the Cardinals last week, and then if you're a serious playoff team, on the Raiders, have, I mean they're playing better, but they just don't have that grit that Jimmy was talking about last week for them. So a little disappointing.
1: I and mean, I would say my other loser of the week is the Titans because what were you thinking, trading AJ Brown?
0: That's actually a great call that side as well. That's winner of the week, AJ Brown. <laughs> Probably loser of the week can be Titans as well. Titans fans out there, sorry, but uh, I think Brian might be onto something with that one uh, as well. So. Brian. No people can find you at T M B podcast, right? With you with Tyler Saturday next Saturday morning. You guys will be
1: We're going to be here Saturday morning. It's probably going to be somber with Tyler. It's going to be a little bit more positive with me, but if you want the positive, then you follow me. If you want the somber and I love Kyle Shanahan. I love Jimmy Garoppolo, then you gotta go Tyler. Tyler. If you love if you want, you love Trey Lance, and you want a more open offense, then you go Brian Johnson.
0: Well, Ryan, we we know that with <laughs> you can look for Brian at TMB Sports, and we always know about the open offense with you. I, it, it is actually kind of funny to see you guys both on the podcast a little bit because um, that just just you and Tyler. said so it's funny to see maybe you. Guys. Maybe
1: it's a little bit like Skip and Shannon.
0: Skip and Shannon. Yeah, that's maybe that's what it is. There, you it's Skip and Shannon. Uh, all right, my loser of the week. Like I said, or you can also find me at uh, Fat Boy Fade Away um, on Twitter uh, over there. Uh, we'll be doing we do the podcast. We just had one out today. Me and Tyler this Sunday. Uh, we talked a little bit. Uh, did Niners Dolphins preview? We talked a little bit. Draymond Warriors starting to play a little bit better. So check us out over there at Fat Boy Fade Away. Again, check out Brian at TMB uh, Sports with Tyler McGurk Saturday mornings. Brian. Glad you could join me this week, finally, to do this part, do the talk on the gridiron. We got to do it again next Sunday, my friend. The games uh, are only getting bigger.
1: Yeah, exactly. We're going to play Tom Brady. I'm sure he's going to go visit his high school in San Mateo while he's up here. And
0: who you you got the Niners winning?
1: Um, right now, um, it's it's a little too close. I'll probably have to make my pick later on the week.
0: Who's the Monday night? We said it's Bucks, it's it's Patriots, Cardinals, right next week. Yeah, that's. And then Sunday
1: night is uh, Chargers versus Miami.
0: Yeah, so that's not bad then at all. Um, All right. Well, with that said, Brian Johnson, I'm Darren Breyer from Half Fat Boy Fade Away. Until then, we'll see you next week. Peace. All right. Peace.
1: Later.